Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, May 23rd, 2018. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on Barack and Michelle Obama, Gabrielle Union, Michael Jackson, Buster Rhymes, LL Cool J, plus a recap of the 2018 Billboard Music Awards. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. To buy your home, you became a house-hunting ace, learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. So my uncle calls, and he says he's dizzy and he's losing his balance. So I'm like, oh, do you want me to take you to a doctor? He's like, no, I'm going to look up the symptoms. I said, your symptoms are you're dizzy and you're losing your balance. So he said, I can't get on the Internet because my arm is numb. I said, well, use your good arm and dial 911. Stroke's no joke. Dial 911. I'm lost is brain lost. Seriously, dial 911. Visit strokesnojoke.org, brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347 656 and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment.radio. Also, like us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can follow me on Twitter at stiletto14, like the high heel shoes, stiletto. S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. And also follow me on Instagram. Just go to T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now the current temperature in the NY is a cloudy 72 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's on the phone lines and in the chat room. Thank you for joining and tuning into the show today. As usual, we got a lot to talk about. We have the rundown of the 2018 Billboard Music Awards. So if you didn't watch it, I got the recap. Also, we're going to be talking about uh, former President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. They just signed a, a really big deal with Netflix. They might add, they, they're going to start making movies for them. So I'll tell you more about it. Gabrielle Union says that she credits The Color Purple, the book, and author Alice Walker for saving her life. I'll tell you what she means. And uh, Buster Rhymes is being sued. LL Cool J, uh, he recently talked about uh, being motivated to help the cancer research, and I'll tell you what made what motivated him to actually help out with the funding. And, um, oh, we got a lot to talk We got um, Buster Rhymes again being sued and everything. And uh, it's just a great impact show. So without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the day. Hit it. Hit it. 
before I get started with the show today, I want to give a special shout-out to singer-songwriter Danielle Taylor. Exactly a year ago, she was on my show to promote her album, 1440. And last night, I had the opportunity to hear her sing live with her piano here in New York at the Rockwood Music Hall. She sounded amazing. She sang songs from her album. She uh, was also here. Uh, she was doing some promotion with the Sirius XM. She did some songs with them. And she also did her uh, her own rendition of a song from their rock band, Queen. So it was amazing because I remember exactly a year ago, I was asking her, you know, when, you know, because she's a California girl. She's from California, and she, she just she performs and sings locally in the area where she's from. And I asked her, you know, when are you coming to New York? And it's surprisingly she came to New York. She's been here for maybe over a week now. So it was such a pleasure to see her in person, to see her sing live and perform. And it was at a very intimate type of place in the in the village, actually, south of the village. So uh, it was just amazing. So shout out to her. And also, uh, it's her, it was her birthday a couple of days ago. So happy B day, Daniel. So it was amazing. I really had a great time. Uh, wish you a safe return to the West Coast, and uh, don't be a stranger. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about the 2018 Billboard Music Awards. It was hosted by the voice coach, Kelly Clarkson. It was um, a very emotional and celebratory night of nostalgic and one-of-a-kind musical performances and touching moments, all to celebrate this year's biggest and best in music. This year's show aired live on both coasts from the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas on Sunday, May 20th, and this was the first time it was aired on NBC. Kendrick Lamar and Ed Sheeran were the nice big winners, receiving six awards each. Lamar received top Billboard 200 album, top rap artist, top rap male artist, top rap album, top streaming artist, and top streaming song audio. And accepting his award all the way from Dublin, Ireland, was Ed Sheeran. He took home top artist, top male artist, top Hot 100 artist, top song sales artist, top radio songs artist, and top radio song. Uh, Bruno Mars and Louise Fonsi, Daddy Yankee, and Justin Bieber, they followed close behind, winning five awards each. Mars took home awards for the top R&B artist, top R&B male artist, top R&B tour, and top R&B album, and top R&B song. Now, for Despacito, uh, Louise Fonsi, Daddy Yankee, and Justin Bieber, they won for Top Hot 100 Song, Top Collaboration, Top Selling Song, Top Latin Song, Top Streaming Song, and Top Streaming Song for the video. Other multi-category winners include Imagine Dragon. They won for Top Duo Group, Top Rock Artist, Top Rock Album, Top Rock Song, Chris Stapleton, Top Country Artist, Country Male Artist and Country Album. The Chainsmokers, they won for Top Dance Electronic Artist, Top Dance Electric Album, and Electric Song. Taylor Swift, she won for Top Female Artist and Top Selling Album. Tasha Cobbs, Leonard, she won for Top Gospel Artist and Top Gospel Album. And Azuna won for Top Latin Artist and Top Latin Album. And U2 won for Top Touring Artist and Top Rock Tour. Those were some of the awards that we didn't get to see. The two fan-voted award winners were BTS for Top Social Artist and Camila Cabello for Billboard Chart Achievement Awards. And the show also has special moments catering to audience of all ages, but the most memorable was a medley from the Icon Award recipient, Janet Jackson, who electrified the stage with a performance of some of her biggest hits, including If and Nasty. Ariana Grande opened the show with a rousing performance of her new hit single, No Tears Left to Cry. And host Kelly Clarkson, she took the stage next, welcoming the audience in the arena and at home to what was sure to be a very unforgettable night and was joined on stage by the famous Las Vegas entertainers. 
Dua Lipa, she uh, Dua Lipa, she delivered a visual entertainment performance of her single "New Rules," which featured a stage full of dancers and giant flamingos. And Miss Jennifer Lopez and DJ Khaled, they fired up the stage with their new collaboration, "The Narrow." While new dad John Legend had the audience grooving to a good night, which I'll probably play later in the show. Khaled pulled double duty, uh, first performing with Normani for his song Love Lies and then returning to the stage for an emotional duet of youth alongside Shawn Mendes and the majority Stoneman Douglas show choir from Parkland. And prior to being joined by Khaled, Mendes took the stage to sing his new pop hit, In My Blood. And uh, Ed Sharon, he gave a special performance of Galway Girl, appropriately coming to viewers from Galway. And the Chainsmokers and Hazley, they they delivered, like, this very touching remark in memory of the late DJ Avicii, who passed away earlier this year. Christina Aguilera, Debbie Lovato, they brought the house down with the show-stopping world television debut of Aguilera's empowering, empowering new song, Fall in Line. And it was just an evening of very... That features like very more memorable groups performance, including Zed, uh, Marin Morris, and Gray with their catchy single "The Middle." Macklemore featuring Kesha on their song "Good Old Days." Pharrell Williams and Camila Cabello on "Sangria Wine," and this is right before Cabello Cabello performed solo on her fan favorite hit "Havana," and. Uh, you know, Kelly Clarkson, you know, she as talented as she is and with those impressive pipes of her, she sang a single from her new album called A Whole Lot of Woman. So it was a very, very interesting day. Um, it was just the global music star BTS, they performed their world television premiere of their new single Fake Love from their recently released album Love Yourself Tears and was nearly drowned out by the sounds of their fans just screaming. I mean, the the the, the crowd just lit the arena with sh- screaming and shouting, and just it was crazy. And the show closed with a once-in-a-lifetime collaboration between Salt and Pepper and Invoke, who joined together to perform their legendary hit song "Shoot." Let's talk about sex, push it, and what a man. But it was, before, and but you know before the the. The war show started, you know, Kelly Clarkson, she gave a very emotional and honest uh, opening. You know, she talked about the latest school shooting, um, about, you know, you know, she, this happened in Santa Fe, Texas, which she's from Texas. So it was very emotional for her. And she was very blatantly honest that she was tired of we doing this moment of silence. She said, you know, it's not working anymore. We need to take a moment of action. And she's absolutely right. She's absolutely right. Um, again, Janet Jackson, still nasty as ever. <laughs> you know, again, uh, she returned on stage, returned on television from, from a nine-year hiatus, and she received uh, the Icon Award, um, and you know they said that she was the the first black woman to ever win that award, which is kind of got me saying, well, the first black woman. What happened to Whitney and Shaka and and Shaka Khan and 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 oh, I mean, I just find it hard to believe that she was the, she's the only one and the first. It's just unreal to me, but but it was a great night. It was a great night. Also, Taylor Swift, she made a surprise appearance at the Billboard Music Awards, marking her first award show in two years. So it was a great night. So that's a rundown if you uh, didn't get to see it. You know, if you know if you didn't, you was looking at something else. But that is the recap of it. But um, but it was a crazy night. Also, um, we're going to talk about the former president, Barack Obama, and Michelle Obama. You know, they just have teamed up, and this is some very exciting news. They just teamed up with the streaming service Netflix for a multi-year agreement that will see the ex-first couple produce both films and series for Netflix. The uh, former president and first lady, uh, they're going to do uh, the type of context 
will include the potential for scripted series, unscripted series, docu-series, documentaries, and features, all set to be produced under higher ground production. Now, the production deal come in addition to the $65 million deal the couple made last year with Penguin Random House for each for each to publish one book. Now, Michelle called Becoming... Her book, Becoming, is getting ready to be due out this November. Now, the pair is a it's a it's a giant get for Netflix, which has in recent years established itself as a talented powerhouse and has backed some of the biggest names in the business for unprecedented deals. The company has largely built upon its comedy empire, inking contracts from everyone with, from Jerry Seinfeld and David Letterman to Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. Seinfeld deal, which brought along his series Comedian in Cars Getting Coffee, was reported to be worth $100 million, while Letterman was reportedly paid $12 million for a six-episode first season of My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. And former President Barack Obama was Letterman's first guest on that series. So you're saying, wow, this is great, you know, the Obamas are going to be the next movie moguls, but you know what? With greatness, there comes hate. And you know what I'm talking about. Some conservatives are raging mad that the former president and first lady signed this deal with Netflix to produce these original TV shows and movies. And sources close to negotiation told CNN that the payout was a high eight-figure deal. Okay? But, you know... President, former President Barack Obama, he had told Associates that he does not intend to use the new platform to wage a public campaign against his successor in the Oval Office or to fight against conservative media outlets like Fox News. But the conservative backlash has already started, people. Several of the more fragile types have lashed out on social media, voicing their displeasure with the deal and threatened to cancel their Netflix app subscription. And adding fuel to their mission is the fact that Netflix CEO Reed Hastings has also been critical of Donald Trump in the past. During the 2016 presidential campaign, Hastings endorsed Hillary Clinton and said Trump would destroy much of what is great about America. Now, Netflix, they tweeted on Monday that they're going to, that the the Obama's going to enter this multi-year agreement to produce these films and series, and that you should see some of the comments. You know what I say to that? Don't watch. Go ahead and cancel your subscription. You know, if you don't care, cancel your subscription. There's always Hulu. There's Amazon. Um, you can go to the other streaming service. Nobody's making you sit there and watch their uh, their works. And I always say for a thousand people that don't like you or can't stand you, there's a thousand people that's going to like you. So for all those thousands of people who had Netflix subscription and want to cancel, guess what? A thousand more is going to be brand new subscribers. So you're not doing anything. You know, don't watch. Don't just cancel. Right now, uh, it's 18 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every Wednesday between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and then that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter. At That's Entertain One. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash That's Entertainment Radio. Gabrielle Union, the actress who is getting ready to uh, the the I think the season finale, the series finale of Being Mary Jane should be coming up soon. But she credits author Alice Walker, the Color Purple 
author for saving her life after she was raped as a teenager. The Bad Boy 2 starred with a sophomore in college when she was assaulted at gunpoint at the Payless shoe store where she worked, and in months that followed, she turned to the book to help with her therapy, explaining her mother recommends she read it because it featured a character who was beaten and raped by a man she thought was her father. Now, Union also insists her horrific rape experience had helped to make her more resilient. Gabrielle previously opened up about her sexual assault in her 2017 memoir, We're Going to Need More Wine, and found writing to be very therapeutic. Michael Jackson will soon have a street named after him in Detroit where he and his brother launched their meteoric uh, meteoric rise to stardom on Thursday. The Detroit City Council announced that Randolph Street between uh, Gratiot Avenue and Madison Street in Detroit Theater District will be renamed Michael Jackson Avenue to honor the late King of Pop. The street renaming ceremony will be held June 15 as part of the Detroit Music Weekend Festival. Members of the Jackson Five, Jackie, Tito, Jermaine, and Marlon, will be on hand to receive a key to the city from Mayor Mike Doug and will perform during the festival. The Jacksons Five were signed to famed Detroit label Motown Records in 1969 and became the first group to debut with four consecutive number one hits on the Hot 100 with the songs I Want You Back, ABC, The Love You Say, and I'll Be There. Buster Rhyme was wrong to bust out of New Jersey hosting gig, according to a new lawsuit. Buster Rhyme is being sued. Um, uh, Rhyme's was told that or, he, Rhymes told organizers that he had to bail from the April 21st event in Somerset, New Jersey, because he was due in court in a child support case. Now, the the event organizers were immediately dubious because the show was on a Saturday and courts are closed weekends. The organizers, Anthony Calloway and Lloyd Justice Dawkins, were later stunned to see that Rhymes promoted a performance in Scottsdale, Arizona. Now, Rhymes reimbursed his $17,000 fee. Callaway and Dawkins said he still owes 7000 in artist booking fees. The $2.1 million breach of contract suit targets Rhymes, his manager, Rasheem Bubba Barker, and the Scottsdale Club. And LL Cool J spoke recently about his personal motivations to help fund cancer research after his wife Simone survived bone cancer following a diagnosis in 2004. LL Kujay told Page Six, quote, economics is always a big issue, and that's a bigger issue that affects everything, health, food, nutrition, and education. That is a much bigger discussion that I can't do in a soundbite right now, but I will say this, it is really important that we do research because that's the only way that we can find a cure, and if we find a cure, then we can figure out to make sure all the people who need the cure have it. Unquote. The gala, which raised $5.5 million, was emceed by actress Elizabeth Hurley and included a video message from Elton John. And Ariana Grande, she's keeping the victims of last year's horrific Manchester Arena bombing in her thoughts on the one-year anniversary of the tragic event. Twenty-two people were killed and a dozen more were injured on May 22, 2017, when a suicide bomber set off an explosive device outside the Manchester Arena in England, where Grande had just finished a concert. The bomber was identified by authorities as Saman Abidi. Now, Grande shared her heartbreak for the victims and their families in the aftermath of the attack and helped put together a benefit concert less than two weeks later to raise money for those impacted. Uh, Grande was one of many performers who took the stage at the One Love Manchester Benefit Gig on June 4, 2017, along with Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, the Black Eyed Peas, and Katy Perry, among the others, in the event that raised millions of dollars. The family of those who lost a loved one in the attack each were given 324000 through the We Love Manchester Mercy Fund, Billboard reported this last year. The One Love concert was one of the fundraisers that benefited that endowment. 
and Mac Miller was nearly twice over the legal alcohol limit for drivers when he was arrested for drunk driving last week. The American rapper lost control of his white Mercedes-Benz G-Class on the May 17th in San Fernando Valley, California, ramming it into a power pole with enough force for the vehicle airbag to display. Miller, whose real name is Malcolm James McCormick, fled the scene on foot with his two passengers but was later arrested at his home and charged with driving under the influence and hit and run after the police ran his plates and located his address. Now, on Tuesday, law enforcement sources told TMZ that the weekend singer blood alcohol level was 0.15 at the point of his arrest sometime after the crash took place, making Miller nearly double the limit. Now, in California, 0.08 or higher is considered too drunk to drive. The incident comes soon after the rapper split with pop star Ariana Grande, who told the hitmaker to take care of yourself in a tweet following the crash. Miller reportedly confessed to the charges he was arrested and has had his bail set at 15000 and Pete Davidson seemed to have caught Ariana Grande's funny bone. The Saturday Night Live star and the No Tears Left to Cry singer has started dating, according to Us Weekly. Ariana and Pete are dating and it's casual. That's according to a source that told the magazine that it just started. A source uh, also told the New York Daily News last week that the two were spotted together at Midtown Japanese joint Zuma, New York, after the Mother's Day SNL episode. Now, both performers are fresh off a breakups, but it's unclear if this new relationship is just a rebound. Grande announced it on May 10th that she and Mac Miller had split up after two years together, and Davidson, meanwhile, confirmed his split from longtime girlfriend Casey David, the daughter of Larry David. Uh, reps for Grande and, and Davidson did not um, comment about about this uh, this togetherness. Right now we have uh, 26 minutes after the hour. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. Coming up in the next half hour, we have um, a story about writer-actress Lena Waithe. You know, she's the one who uh, currently, uh, she she's the writer and producer of Showtime The Shy. She also stars in Steven Spielberg, Ready Player One. And she's also the creator, writer, and producer of Showtime uh, The Shy. Well, she's getting ready to be honored with the Trailblazer Award at the MTV Movie and TV Awards. And I'll tell you more about it. Also, congratulations to Ray J and Princess Love. They are the new parents of a brand-new baby girl. And Will Smith will join Nikki Jam and Kosovo singer Era Estrici to perform at the official song of the 2018 FIFA World Cup. And uh, also, uh, Rich the Kid, he is accused of violent behavior uh, on his estranged wife during his marriage. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere. Just met my wife. Uh, uh, all right. Maybe it's the music. 
Entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we have 28 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from John Legend and Blood Pop and Good Life. Matter of fact, that was the single that John had performed at this year's Billboard Music Awards. And also I want to give a congratulations to John Legend and Miss Christy Teigen. They just uh, had, uh, Christy just gave birth to their brand new little baby boy. He came to the world, uh, little Miles Theodore Stevens. So congratulations to them. Uh, before we went to the music break, I was telling you that um, writer and actress Lena Waithe will be honored with the Trailblazing Award at the MTV Movie and TV Awards. It was just announced on Monday. The award recognized content creators that introduced new and unique voices within the entertainment industry. Waithe became the first ever woman of color to win a Best Writing in a Comedy Series Emmy for her work on Master of None. She recently starred in Steven Spielberg Ready Player One and is the creator, writer, and producer of Showtime's The Shy. Her next project is the upcoming television show Twenties, which she is writing and producing for TBS. In addition to her work both on and off screen, Wade worked with the Blacklist to mentor young, diverse writers. The MTV Movie and TV Awards will air on Monday, June 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern from the Barker Hangar in Los Angeles with Tiffany Haddish as host. And after more than five decades in the music industry, award-winning R&B singer and recording artist Jeffrey Osborne is still one of the premier vocalists on the planet. And for the first time in about... 13 years, the living legend set to release a new R&B album of original songs entitled Worth It All. The album is available this Friday, May 25th. Now, according to Osborne, the album contains 12 songs, all of which feature his vocal styling. 
Osborne wrote all the twos with the exception of Work It, which he co-wrote with his son, who works with him as a sound engineer. Now, Jeffrey Jr. also demonstrated some other skills by rapping on Work It, which gives his father music a different vibe. Now, while the rap intertwines with Osborne's voice, it's still strikingly old school. There are also there's um, other there's several other songs on the new album that brings the veteran crooner home to his R&B roots, including the title title song worth it all it's also the album's first single so you can i guess you can get to listen to it on uh, the soundcloud player uh interesting osborne news album is released by metro detroit based mac avenue records which traditionally had been a jazz oriented label Yet the record company, when presenting a chance to sign the R&B legendary singer, they could not pass on the opportunity, and the company signed him with the promise that his R&B old-school style of singing was welcome. Because, you know, a lot of times these artists, they sign to these new labels, and they want them to change their whole sound. And we know Jeffrey Osborne as the true balladeer of love songs and slow jams. He was one of my favorite artists, and I'm so excited, and I can't wait to get this album. Um, And if you don't know, you better ask somebody, because Jeffrey Osborne, uh, his portfolio of R&B hits include I Really Don't Need No Light, On the Wings of Love, Stay With Me Tonight, We're Going All the Way, Don't You Get So Mad, Plain Love, Only Human, You Should Be Mine, all those hits. So I'm very excited about this album. Uh, In other news, uh, on Monday night in Miami, Little Kim paid tribute to her late mentor, Biggie Smalls, on what would have been his 46th birthday. Now, Kim took the stage at Rockwell telling the crowd, let's say happy birthday, Biggie, and performed her Diddy tune is all about the Benjamin as the crowd sang along. Now, Kim also performed Biggie's hit Warning and her crowd favorite Lighters Up. Just before she got off the stage, Kim asked the entire club to raise their glasses to Biggie. Page Six says she laid a party at 11, pulling up with her crew, including Rap-A-Lot Records CEO James Prince and a convoy of Royal Royces and SUVs. And congratulations to Ray J and Princess Love. They are the new parents of a brand-new baby girl. The newborn arrival was announced on Tuesday by the new dad with a music video shared on social media starring you-know-who. The couple was trying to have a baby since they first got married in 2016, and now it's happened. Princess Love expressed her elation on Mother's Day nearly a week before announcing the baby's arrival, writing on Instagram that her prayers were finally answered. The newborn, whose name has not been revealed is the first for both parents. Will Smith will join Nikki Jam and Kosovo singer Era Estrefi or Estrefi to perform the official song of the 2018 FIFA World Cup in Russia. The track is being produced by Diplo. While multiple songs are associated with the World Cup, only the official anthem will be performed at the finale of the World Cup, which will take place from June 14 to June 15, before an estimated 2 billion people worldwide. Past anthems include Shakira Waka Waka and Ricky Martin's The Cup of Life. According to an interview with Nicky Jam manager Juan Diego Medina that aired on W Radio, Nicky Jam and Smith were in Budapest putting final touches to the song which is slated to be released this Friday, May 25th. And Snoop Dogg, uh, you know, when you're working with Snoop Dogg, whether it's on a movie or a music video or whatever, he is known to be a practical joker. Well, case in point, you know, the actor Matthew McConaughey, well, he swapped a, Snoop Dogg swapped Matthew McConaughey a prop marijuana for the real deal on the set of The Beach Bum. That's supposed to be a new movie they're doing. The hip-hop star makes an appearance as the character of lingerie in the upcoming comedy film written and directed by Harmony Corinne, with Matthew taking on the lead character of Moondog. Now, during an interview on Jimmy Kimmel Live on Monday night, May 21st, Matthew shared that Snoop enjoyed playing pranks on the set and even tricked him into smoking marijuana at one point. 
plot details for the beach bomb remains under wraps, but the film also stars uh, Isla Fisher, Zac Efron, Jonah Hill, and Martin Lawrence. And Matthew claimed that he never had so much fun on a film set. All right. And Rich the Kid's estranged wife has accused the rapper of violent behavior during their marriage. The plug walk MC wife, Antoinette Willis, filed court documents seeking to end the couple's union in March. Willis had previously accused the rapper, real name Dimitri Roger, of domestic violence, and now she's alleged he attacked her several times during their marriage and forced her to have multiple abortions. Now, according to TMZ, Willis is also seeking spousal and child support for their two children, one-year-old Queen and two-year-old Kane. Roger has yet to comment on the allegation, but they come a couple of months after Willis appeared to blast a rapper for cheating on her by sharing screenshots of text messages with model India Love and Miracle Watts on his own Instagram page. The post was subsequently deleted, but not before she also claimed Rich had reportedly enjoyed an extramarital affair with Rob Kardashian's former fiance, Black China. Wow. And Chris Hemworth has shared new details about the untitled Men in Black spinoff. Speaking at the premiere of the Avengers Infinity War on Monday Monday night, April 23rd, the Thor depictor revealed that the movie would be set in different locations from the previous installment. Hemsworth will reunite with his Thor Ragnarok co-star Tessa Thompson in the spinoff, while Hemsworth vaguely talked about the movie and alleged, mo- uh, alleged more he- well, he alleged more detailed storylines that had been revealed uh, via the Omega Underground. Now, according to the report, the new Men in Black spinoff film will see Tessa Thompson M try to prove herself by joining the London MIB and will be paired with Chris Helmsworth agent H. The pair will become involved in a murder mystery that will lead them to uh, a global journey. Meanwhile, Liam Nielsen, is, uh, he's reportedly in talks to join the cast. He will play the head of the Men in Black organization in London, where the story begins. Additionally, the first promo art for the movie was revealed at Licensing Expo in Las Vegas. The image featured like a black pair of sunglasses with some sort of room reflected in the lenses. The Men in Black spinoff is scheduled to arrive on June 14, 2019. F. Gary Gray has been tapped to serve as director with Matt Holloway and Art Markham providing the script. And actor Will Arnett is a little shaken up after his New York City taxi cab was involved in a fender bender on Monday night, May 21st. The Lego Batman star and his Arrested Development castmate Jason Bateman were passengers in the vehicle when it plowed into the back of another car near Madison Square Park in Manhattan. Now, photos obtained by TMZ show the hood of the, co- uh, hood of the cab rather severely damaged, but no one was hospitalized after the accident as, as there were no serious injuries. Arnett was uh, was uh, able to continue his promotional duties for Arrested Development New Season 5, but indicated he was suffering from whiplash as he appeared on The Breakfast Show today on Tuesday, May 22nd. And Jada Pickett-Smith, uh, turban, she's, you know, she's noticing she's starting to wear turbans now. Well, they're not Really, they're more than just accessories for her. You know, she has this uh, uh, the the she has this new show uh, on Facebook. Uh, you know, Jada Pickett is uh, 46 years old now, and she revealed on her latest Facebook Watch show, Red Table Talk, that she's losing her hair, possibly due to alopecia. Now, Smith debuted a new. Uh, Asymmetric bob in January But has mostly kept her hair Hidden under a series of These beautiful head wraps and turbans That she said make her feel like a queen She also Doesn't know the cause of her hair Loss but some had Suggested alopecia Now her mother Adrienne Banfield Jones said it could be Stress but no expert Has been able to come up with an explanation and, you know, uh, Jada said that her hair had been a big part of her life. I remember at one time, uh, was it the early 2000s, I think? She Remember she had, uh, she was working with uh, Carol Daughter products. Remember she, there was an ad in uh, 
several beauty magazines like Essence and Glamour, where she was like the spokesperson for, not the spokesperson, but she was a spokesmodel for Carol Daughter products. And she had, you know, remember she would keep her hair real, at one time she cut it real, real short, like in the 90s when she was on um, uh, A Different World. And then, uh, and then she started using Carol products, and then next thing you know, her hair was like down to past her shoulders. And now she's wearing. Now she's saying that her uh, crown and glory is not the same anymore. And that's the one thing as women, we take our hair very seriously, especially uh, black women. That is our crown and glory, and you know. We, it, it it means a lot, and it's unfortunate that uh, as black women we're always um, judged by our hair. You know, uh, sometimes when we work in professional environments, we have to. They don't want us to wear our hair naturally. They want it always kept straight. It might be too curly. They want it to straighten it. So uh, we're always judged by our hair. So. So hopefully Jada will find the real cause. You know, again, her mother said it just could be just stress. That's what she's going through. So right now we have uh, 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I will be back with the last remaining stories for the day. So uh, don't you go anywhere. Latest from Megan Trainer and Let You Be Right, her new single. Uh, Jack Osborne and his wife, 
Lisa, uh, they're getting ready to put an end to their marriage. Uh, Lisa Stella Osborne filed for divorce on Friday, citing irreconcilable differences and seek, they're seeking spousal support from the son of famous rocker Ozzy Osborne. Now, Lisa is also requesting joint physical custody of their three children, Pearl, Andy, and Minnie. Jack and Lisa have reportedly been separate since May. They just welcomed Minnie Theodora in February. Lisa Stella Osborne suffered a miscarriage following her first pregnancy before welcoming Andy. That's according to some reports. The pair tied a knot in Hawaii in 2012 in front of a small number of guests, including Ozzy, Sharon, and Jack's sister, Kelly Osborne. It's unclear what Lisa is seeking in times of spousal support. And Faith Rogers uh, filed a lawsuit against the, uh, the singer R. Kelly, claiming he gave her herpes and sexually assaulted her. A woman who claimed she unknowingly contracted herpes from R. Kelly said that the R&B singer inquired about her age after they first had sex and seemed okay with the possibility that she was 16 or younger. Faith Roger, who filed a lawsuit against the singer on Monday right here in New York, claimed she was 19 the first time she and Kelly engaged in intercourse after they met in March of 2017. Rogers, who is now 20, told the morning show, the uh, CBS morning show, that she wasn't interested in sleeping with the singer, who was 50 at the time, but submitted and had sex with him anyway. She also claimed Kelly recorded them engaging in the act, even though she didn't even give him permission to do so. Now, Rogers, who said she originally met Kelly in San Antonio following one of his concerts, asserted in her lawsuit that Kelly had sexually assaulted her when they were in New York and claimed he gave her herpes without telling her he had it. She told the BBC on Tuesday that she was devastated after learning she had the disease. Oh, man, Kelly, R. Kelly, this is not looking good. It is not looking good for this guy at all. First, now, this sexual assault case, then the the young women that he's alleged to keep as prisoners in his home, and it's just, oh, my goodness. And certain radio stations have banned playing his music. Uh, Tom Joyner is one of them. You know, he's the, uh, he, you know, he's a famous radio personality in, I think he's in from out in, from Dallas, but you know his shows are syndicated. He said, "I'm not playing no more R. Kelly, no more." Beyonce is now the proud owner of a get this a century old church. That's right. She recently purchased a 7,500 square foot building of worship in New Orleans that is currently out of service. Now, and this is according to a TMZ report. An online listing for the church said it went for 850000 though it's unknown if that's what Beyonce actually paid. The sale went through on May 9th, according to the listing on Redfin.com. Now, Beyonce has not publicly revealed her intentions for the church, which is located in New Orleans Garden District. The online listing noted that the buildings afford many possibilities for redevelopment as a single multifamily, remaining as a church, possibly a commercial usage, or many other possibilities. The church was built in 1918, according to Redfin. The stone building is not presently operating as a church following the death of multiple people involved with it. Beyonce's sister Solange currently resides in New Orleans, and it's not the first time Beyonce had been connected to a church in recent weeks. The Grace Cathedral in San Francisco held a mass dedicated to Beyonce in late April. The Houston-born Beyonce is currently helping to lead campaigns to construct dozens of wells in Burundi that will provide tens of thousands of people with clean water. And Justin Timberlake has to apologize has to has apologized after delaying the start of the European leg of his Man of the Woods tour and canceling or proposing uh, postponing several gigs. The Crimea River singer was originally scheduled to begin his Man of the Woods trek with two dates at the Accor Hotel Arena in Paris, France, on June 22nd and 23rd. But on Friday, May 18th, his promoter Live Nation announced the start of the tour would now commence on July. 3rd. As a result of the delay, three U.K. shows have been canceled while others have been postponed. The gig, which will not take place 
uh, will not take place are in Buckingham on June 28th, in Manchester on June 2nd, and in Glasgow, Scotland on June uh, July 6th. Another Glasgow concert has been pushed back two days from from the 5th of July to the 7th, while second dates in Birmingham and Manchester have been postponed until August. Now, a statement from the promoter Live Nation said that Justin apologized for the inconvenience to his fans, but he is yet to personally explain the news and no reason had been given for the delay to the tour. Those with tickets to the affected gigs were less than impressed with the cancellation and postponement, and many took to Twitter to vent their anger. Justin will also visit countries including the Netherlands, Denmark, Sweden, Switzerland, Belgium, Norway, and Germany on his European trek, and none of those dates are affected. He is currently in the middle of the North American leg of the tour and performs at the American Airlines Arena in Miami, Florida on Friday. And life, lifelong bachelor Hugh uh, Grant is settling down with his longtime girlfriend, Anna Eberstein, just months after welcoming their third child together. According to multiple p- reports, pictures of the couple wedding bands, a legal required announcement of their intentions to marry, have been published in multiple newspapers. The Notting Hill star welcomed his first child, daughter, Tabitha, in 2011 with partner Ting Lan Hong after a fleeting affair. His publicist said at the time he and Eberstein, uh, they then had a son, John Mungo, in 2012, while his third child, a boy named Felix, came in 2013 with Hong. Now, the British actor and Eberstein, a Swedish TV presenter, then welcomed a daughter in 2015 and a third child earlier this year. Now, Grant is notoriously, was notoriously private when it comes to his children, and news of the birth of his, of his and Eberstein's newest addition only came when his close friend and former girlfriend Elizabeth Hurley told the world during an appearance on Watch, Watch What Happened Live with Andy Cohen. Grant himself would likely agree, as he told People magazine in January, that fatherhood was the nicest thing that ever happened to him. Still, the idea that he popped the question to Epstein may come as a surprise to fans who know the actor has previously scoffed at the idea of holy matrimony. He did, however, admit it that it was an exception to the rule. And uh, actor Jeffrey Tambar, he did his best to exit Transparent and rejoin Arrested Development on a literal good note. The actor who was fired from Transparent in light of a sexual harassment allegation revealed that after his ouster, he issued an apology to the cast and crew of Arrested to say sorry for bringing drama. The 73-year-old was fired from the Amazon series in February following an investigation into claims he sexually harassed and assaulted both his assistant, Van Barnes, and an actress on set named Tracy Lissette. Now, the actor has continued to deny the allegation but admitted to serious anger issues in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter. He had played transgender matriarch Maura Pfeifferman on the series for four seasons and had earned two Emmys. Tambar firing has no impact on his involvement with the upcoming fifth season of Arrested Development and his fellow cast and crew members like creator Mitch Hurwitz and co-star David Cross have all expressed their support. Jason Bateman, who plays his son on the sitcom, sitcom, uh, he even reached over to affectionately uh, squeeze Tambar's knee during the interview. Uh, I don't know what's that about, but... And the parents of Trayvon Martin claim that the Weinstein Company is trying to weasel out of his obligation to pay them at least 150000 Sabrina Fulton and Tracy Martin filed paperwork in federal bankruptcy court in Delaware on Friday claiming TWC signed a deal in March of 2017 promising to pay the six-figure amount to produce a TV series based on their book, Rest in Power, The Enduring Life of Trayvon Martin. Now, uh, episodes of the television series have been filmed but not yet aired. That's what, according to the new filing. And under the contract, TWC owes the money to Fulton and Martin for executive producer services. If the series eventually airs, TWC will owe the parents further contingent compensation as spelled out in the contract. 
Now, according to the parents, the deal later came, also gave TWC the right to film a movie based on the book, but the company hasn't exercised that option. Fulton and Martin accused, of the, co- accused the company of trying to cherry-pick portions of their contract to claim in prior filings that no money is owed. The book by Fulton and Martin centered on the 2012 killing of their unarmed 17-year-old son by George Zimmerman. And Zimmerman, he's the one that claimed self-defense and was acquitted of second-degree murder in a verdict that caused widespread outrage and helped spark the Black Lives Matter movement. The the, uh, TWC docuseries about Martin was due to be helmed by Jay-Z, actually. Um, So... Um, and the the former Roger Ailes he is heading to, is headed to uh, Hollywood. Uh, director Jay Roach will take on the project of this disgraced Fox News chairman, who resigned in 2016 after a wave of sexual misconduct allegations, according to the Hollywood Reporter. Oscar-winning screenwriter Charles Randolph from The Big Short will pen the script about the network bigwig who died in May of 2017. And get this, Charlize Theron will take on former Fox News anchor Megyn Kelly, who left the network in January after 12 years and amid Twitter attacks from President Trump include describing her as a highly overrated and crazy. Kelly has since moved on to NBC, where her morning show has failed to live up to the Peacock's expectations. Uh, in the meanwhile, uh, Roach is known for translating cultural changing political events into entertainment, including Game Change, the campaign, and his upcoming TV adaptation of Michael's Wolf, Fire and Fury inside the Trump White House. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. And I forgot to mention um, congratulations to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, who are now the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. They had a beautiful wedding last weekend, so congratulations to them. But, again, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great holiday weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.